0: Alright, so go ahead and take a belt, blanket, and just fold the blanket in a square like this, something like that, and then you're going to start lying down, put the blanket, the folded edge under your neck and head, have your belt next to you, and then as you lie on your back just bend your knees so your feet are underneath your knees. Once you're situated, just rest your hands on your belly. Close your eyes. Just let your back settle into the floor. exhalations to be just a little slower, and as they slowly leave your body, let your belly fall into your back. As you inhale, lift your arms up overhead, reaching them backward. And stretch through your arms, letting your lower back arch inward. Allow your chest to open, for your breath to slightly deepen, and for the reach of your arms to finish all the way through the fingertips. arms, move out into a T-shape, reaching the arms outward in that T-shape, and then as you exhale, press your lower back flat and draw your left knee into your chest, gently hug it in with your hands. and then inhaling, release the foot down, open the arms back to the T-shape, and as you exhale, press your low back flat, right knee comes in, hug it in gently, keeping your belly soft, letting your belly fall into your back, and then release that foot down, arms back out to the T-shape, letting your low back arch a little in. And then as you exhale, press your back flat, both knees come in at the same time, hugging them in gently. Wake your feet up by spreading your toes, keeping them spread. And then open the arms in the T-shape. Keep your legs together and close to you. Take them to the right, all the way down to the floor. When they land, put your right hand on the top knee. press the knees down then reach your left arm toward the ceiling and then as you reach your left arm up arch your low back in to open your chest and then reach the left arm out to the left and slightly backward so there's a very slight diagonal let gravity take you into the twist softening the belly And then keeping the knees together, bring the knees back up to center. And exhale them over to the left. When they land, put your left hand on the top knee and reach your right arm toward the ceiling. As you press down the knees, draw your low back in, opening your chest and reach up through the arm, opening your fingers Then start to slowly take the arm outward and a little backward letting your belly soften, jaw and tongue soft and relaxed, but keep your feet active so that they're flexing, toes are spreading, breathe. And then bring the knees together back up to center and hug the knees in once more. And then hold the left knee only. Stretch your right leg to the ceiling straight up, flex foot, rotate the leg inward so your knee and toes turn in. Keep that rotating in but start lowering your your right leg forward without the left knee moving away from you. Keep it as snug into your chest as possible. And lower the leg down so it's just above the floor, or as low as you can take it, but not on the ground. Keep stretching through the heel of the straight leg, rotating it inward, the whole leg. Toes awake. And keep the reach of that straight leg, keep gently pulling the bent knee. And now start to curl your head and shoulders up off the floor, coming up almost like a crunch, but don't pull with your hands. Do let the elbows open, but curl up using your abdominals, hollowing your belly downward. See so me get the shoulder blades to come off the mat. Then lower your head back down, shoulders back down land the right leg but reach it long and then just let go of the leg with your left arm take the left arm straight up to the ceiling keep holding with the right hand on the bent knee and keep the straight arm and leg straight take the bent knee across your body all the way to the floor as you still reach to the ceiling that'll help tip you over more easily get the knee to land completely once the knee is landed Arch your low back in, open your chest and then take the arm in that slight diagonal out. Keep reaching through the heel of your straight leg, making that leg long and active. And then roll onto your back again, hugging the left knee in. Keep the right leg straight, but lift it back to vertical and then bend it back into your chest. Hold the right leg, left leg stretches up. Flex the left foot, rotate it in and then start to slowly lower it forward, but keep it off the floor wherever you end up, but as you lower it out, keep it turning in, it will want to turn out, so keep the turn in, shoulders back against the floor. Reach through the heel of the straight leg, especially the inside of that foot, reaching forward. And then anchor your lower back to the floor as you curl your head and shoulders up, coming into sort of a crunch shape, let your elbows widen. Use the abs to lift you so that you're not straining through the neck, but lifting using your core. left leg rotating in so here you can see if the left leg is turned in so the knee and toes look up and then shoulders and head roll back down land your straight leg but keep it turned in and stretching long right arm to the ceiling keep reaching that arm up as you take your bent knee across all the way to the floor keeping the straight arm and leg reaching straight Then once the knee is down and you press it down, draw your low back in, chest open, arm opening diagonally out and back. Every inhale see if you can get a little more arch in the low back, more openness for the chest and then on the exhale see if you can soften the belly to let the twist happen. Breathe, reaching through that straight leg, roll back onto your back, hugging the right knee in Then lift the left leg straight all the way back to vertical and hug the knee in. And then release your legs so the feet come back to the floor at the same time. Arms overhead, reaching back, arching in your lower back. And then grab your belt Then pressing your lower back flat. Bring your left knee in again but put the belt on the ball of your left foot. Once you have the belt on the ball of the foot, cross the belt so it's crossed in front and then cross it behind your shin somewhere across the calf, you don't, the closer to the knee you cross the belt, the harder the leg will be to stay straight, it will be harder to keep it that way, so you might work more up. But once you have the criss belt set up, then straighten the leg up. Keep the foot flexed. As you hold your belt in each hand, pull straight down as if you're trying to pull to the hips, but also pull a little bit outward away from each other and as you pull keep the leg straight but turn the left knee slightly to the left so that and you can do that by pulling with the right hand a little more. If you pull with the left it will rotate the leg in so it's kind of a fun little trick that you can do. But try to bring the leg toward you without the knee bending but not past what you can do without wanting to scream. Uh So just a little bit, so it's looking more towards your shoulder. Then lift your right leg straight up in the air, vertical, flex that foot, rotate it in. and keep the pull with your hands on the belt. Don't let the the left leg bend or change. Start lowering the right leg forward very slowly, just as we did when you did the knee into chest, but lower the leg, but keep it off the floor. Hold your belt, so take your arms straight first. So no, come up, reach toward me. So let go for a second. Uh-huh. It's really actually not as I've much as... That's so, fine. Now now when you pull, you get a little more... Yeah, straight knee. Good, and then as you lower, keep turning in. And only lower as far as you can do without it being too much. What you're doing, in essence, is moving toward the splits on your back. If you think of it that way. So don't go all the way into them. Now anchor the lower back by using your abs. Curl your head and shoulders up. Elbows bend wide. Pull the strap not only toward the hips but still out toward the side. Uh Look at the right leg. See if it's turning in. So take your hands here. So hold higher up the belt. Now when you bend, you only have to bend just a little. Now squeeze your shoulder blades in and round up a bit more. Good, then lower your head and shoulders down, land the right leg on the floor and if you need more belt you just slide a little bit down so you can keep the leg straight. Now take the belt in your right hand. Take the left arm out to the left and then keeping your leg straight draw the leg to the right all the way over to the floor keeping it straight. You're going to tip, so let yourself tip over. Once you land, keep stretching through the heels, but arch your back in, chest open, and just as before, let the twist happen with gravity. So obviously, by the sound effects, <laughs> the pose is a little bit intense. So if it's too much, let slide down the belt so the leg is not as close to you. That'll lessen it. Yoga from upper plane. Then keeping your legs straight, roll your belly toward the left to help lift the leg back up to come back to center. And then hold the belt in the left hand, right arm out to the side. Now imagine someone has put heavy weights on your whole right side, leg, arm, shoulder. Start to take the left leg out, but as you take it out, don't let your pelvis tip. Only open the leg as much as you keep the right buttock grounded. And as you go, turn the knee and toes toward the floor a little bit. And you'll find now your inner thigh. And how tight it may have become over the years. And now think of trying to pull the left leg in deep into the hip socket. Bring the leg back up to vertical. And then holding with both hands, lift the right leg back up to to the ceiling and bend the right knee, right foot down. Then bend the left knee, unwrap the belt and put that foot down. Then bring your right foot into the strap doing that double crisscross. How that feel on the right? Or what do we think of the crisscrossing of the strap? It feels more secure like you're really being held, I think. So once you've crisscrossed the belt, then stretch your leg up. Start in an easyish place that maybe a 5 on a 10 point intensity scale. So that when you do stretch the other leg out you don't end up at a 15. Right, so start at maybe a 5. Then once the leg is straight you're holding as close to your leg as you can and then you bend the elbows a little bit there so that you don't have to work too much. But flex the foot, pull the straps that you're holding straight down toward your hips and a little out toward the side. Let your shoulders rest on the ground. Now try to rotate the right knee just a little out so it kind of looks at your right shoulder, just barely. You can pull a little with the left hand if it won't turn easily. And then raise the other leg straight up. So, hold closer. So, elbows won't be on the floor. And so, when you bend the shoulders on the floor, would be squeezing down like that. Shoulder blades will come close. And then you just have that little bend because this will be just too much work to do. Good. Then lower the left leg forward as you rotate in, going slow, not to go too, too fast or too, too deep. The right leg stays straight, otherwise, you won't stretch the hamstring. Mm-hmm. Keep pulling the belt straight down toward the hips and a little out toward the side. Mm-hmm. And if it's too intense to keep the leg straight, you just give yourself more belt between the leg and your hands so the leg won't be as close. Now, belly. Pulling down, roll first your head curls in, then shoulders curl up, off the mat into like a crunch. I think I may have meant, shared this before. It's like those cartoons or movies when you see somebody, so that it's on the ground on their back, and they run and they step on their stomach, and they kind of do that. Have you ever seen that in cartoons or movies? The like comedies, usually. Am I the only one? <laughs> so if they were running and they kind of step and they go, oh and everything curls up like that. So think of your belly as the anchor and the rest of you curls up, but keep the floating leg, the left one, rolling in so the baby toe is straight up, the outer foot is vertical. And then slowly lower your head and shoulders down, land the left leg, but keep turning it in and reaching it long. and then hold the belt with your left hand right arm reaches out but a little back for a slight diagonal then keep your leg straight and start to take the leg across your body thinking of turning your belly with the leg over till the leg lands mm-hmm. and if it's too much again you can let the foot the leg slide away from you some so you have less closeness between you and the leg and once it's down Inhaling, stretch through your heels to make longer legs, lower back curving in, chest opening up, and then let your belly soften to let the twist go deeper. Mm -hmm. You could let the right leg slide more to the left, sometimes that feels better if it's too intense, meaning you can let it kind of pull out more, or you can let the right leg come closer to you so you can almost slide the foot towards you. I don't know if that makes any sense, but you can either slide the right leg out so the inner thigh is closer to the floor or pull the leg deeper in the hip to keep the inner thigh higher up. And either way it might be more suitable for you. Then pulling the leg into the hip socket, turn your belly to the right as you reach right to come back up to center. When you're back to center, right hand holds the belt left arm opens out to the T-shape. Ground your left side like somebody threw heavy sandbags over your left leg and arm and shoulder. Then as you start to open the right leg, turn your belly and chest toward the left arm as it reaches so that when you come out with the leg the knee and toes turn more toward the floor and the leg comes closer toward armpit level. So this is in essence triangle pose and as you've probably heard me say for quite a long while that in triangle the pelvis never turns completely out, there's a slight turn so the right leg won't be able to go all the way down. If it lands on the floor you've tipped. The equivalent would be if you were standing and you had your leg up like this. The leg is forward of this one, right, the pelvis is straight ahead. I take it out, I'm going to have to turn, so it's the same pose. Mm -hmm. Then draw the leg in, like pull deep in, turning your belly to the left, bring the leg up, hold with both hands, then lift the left leg back to vertical, then bend the left knee, left foot down, then bend the right knee, take the belt off, put that foot down. and then push your blanket out from under your head, just push backward, just push it straight back. Reach your arms overhead again, feet hip width apart, turn your heels out so toes turn in and then pressing into your feet start to curl your hips up off the floor into a version of bridge. Mm-hmm. Take your feet hip width. So. As you press down squeeze your knees slightly toward each other, reach the arms backward, And try to lift your hips, lift the shoulder blades. So now you're working to help engage the hamstrings that you just stretched to give them a feeling of security, support. And then slowly lower your hips back down. Then flattening your lower back, bring your knees into your chest. Hold behind your knees and then curl up into a ball. So you curl your head and shoulders up. As you hold behind your knees, stay in the ball, but start to straighten your knees a bit and then try to kick your butt, like bend your knees. Straighten and bend the knees to start rocking. But you have to hold behind them. And as you're rocking, you're not pushing your legs into your hands, but you're kicking with your heels. Your knees bend and straighten. So now bend your knees, kick. Mm -hmm. Then they straighten and then you kick. So the legs straighten as they try to reach kind of over your head and kick the heel to butt. Eventually, you can rock all the way up to sitting. When you get to sitting, come onto your hands and knees with your hands at the very front of your mat. All right, so how did that feel to start? Was that kind of nice? All right, so now that we're all limbered up, with your hands at the front shoulder width, Inhale into a back bend, lifting your head and tailbone up. And then tuck your toes under. And then lift your knees, pushing into downward dog. Step your feet back from your hands, so you have a nice long stride. Probably about five feet or more from hands back to feet. And take your feet wider than your hips. Yeah, so take your feet like all the way back. Uh-huh. Keep your hands there, but put your feet, take your feet back right there. Now now bend your knees a bit, so you're not really pulling the hamstring. So bend your knees about almost to 90. And then keep the bend, look towards your feet, but push your butt upward and backward without straightening your legs. Uh-huh. So you just keep the knees bending and press back. Uh-huh. So just like this, that way. Relax your neck and head so you're not tensing there. Uh-huh. But as you press back, really reach so you lengthen the sides of your chest and the armpit. Then work the legs as straight as you can, Mm -hmm. which after that opening of the hamstring stretching, you might find that you have a little more freedom in the hips, so the stretch might actually feel deeper. Then bend one knee and stretch the straight leg heel toward the floor, trying to lift those toes up. And then switch to the other leg. And then go back to the first leg. As you reach the heel, toes try to spread and lift, but tailbone up. And then go to the second leg. And then now both legs reaching, same way. Both heels reaching down, toes trying to lift. And then looking forward. Bend your knees a bit and walk your feet all the way to the front of your mat, staying in contact with the floor. When you get to the front, put your feet hip width and turn the feet so the outer edges are parallel with the sides of the mat. And come up on blocks if you can't have straight legs and every finger on the floor, every fingertip. Mm-hmm. So if you can't keep the legs straight and do that, just a block under each hand. Now, engaging your legs, lift your kneecaps up so your quadriceps are firm. Keep them firm and slide up your legs until your back is flat. Sticking your butt out, your chest out, looking forward. And then exhale, slide down your legs to the blocks or floor. Inhaling, keeping your knees straight, slide up again. Slide up till your back is flat. Stick your butt up, tailbone up, chest out. Really make your back more flat and then exhaling slide back down to the blocks or floor if you weren't on the blocks But again sliding up flat back really stick your butt out so you if it was to rain in here you would catch a pool of water in your low back and then exhaling slide down and now bend your knees and touch the floor if you're on blocks you're going to take them with you. But step your right foot back and then turn your feet to the right, walking your hands with the blocks if you're on them, so you have your feet wide open and a wide standing forward bend. So when you were here, you just turn. Don't overthink it. Just turn, walk your blocks and your hands if you're on the blocks with you. Now move your feet back so your heels are on that long edge of your mat, so you know your heels are in line because you're on the edge of the mat but spread the legs four and a half, five feet at least. So it's a really wide leg position, wider than what's probably where you started. Then turn your heels away from each other, toes toward each other. So there's a pigeon-toed look and feel to your feet. Then with legs straight, be up on your fingertips on the blocks or floor, but be able to lift up and make your back concave, which means it's not rounding. So if you need blocks, you use them or turn them to their height. Now don't let the feet move. Keep them grounded, sticking your butt up, chest up. But bend your right knee without moving your right foot. And as you bend the right knee, kind of lean your weight into that leg and feel the inside of the left leg get a little more stretch. And then go to the other side. So you bend the left knee, bend the knee and let it open a little bit so the knee stays more in line with the ankle, slightly. Uh, keep the right leg straight, but tailbone up, chest up, mm-hmm. good. and then rock back to the first side again. If you're unable to really squat much, maybe, or you're not feeling the stretch much, you might have the legs a little too close, you might want to open, good. Other side, So left knee bending. Keep the outer edge of the foot on the floor so you really can stretch the inside of the leg. And then come back to both legs straight. Keeping both legs straight, fold forward. Let your arms bend and fold down, walking your hands either back through your legs, or you can walk the hands forward, or you can just bend the arms but fold down with straight legs the knees are bending, don't go down. Stay up more so the knees are straight. Good. Then walk back up on your fingertips. Now, put your right fingers on a block or the floor, but right underneath your forehead, which is probably maybe off your mat, because your forehead is, you know, your head's up. And put your left hand on your hip and then just pause. Stay lifting. I take the feet about a foot wider. Uh-huh. Let's see if that, okay, that's it. Now, uh-huh. and then I would also bring your right hand up onto the back. Let's See if that helps. Okay. Then lift your chest, lift your tailbone, and now start to twist to your left. But as you twist, think of moving your weight, shifting it into your left foot, so your right hip gets lower than the left, the left one goes higher. And as you roll your left shoulder and elbow back, you keep the supporting arm vertical, shoulder above, elbow above, wrist. Mm -hmm. Outer feet planted, kneecaps and thigh muscles engaging. Mm -hmm. And then very slowly undo the twist. Just put the left fingers exactly where the right ones were and put the right hand on your hip. Then pause, lift your tailbone, lift your chest. Let's turn this up one and see how that, how that works. Then use your left foot a little. Push your weight to the right. Kind of shift it over. And as you shift it over, lift and twist to the right, turning your right shoulder and elbow back. Another way to think of it is if you had a, a little bouncy ball sitting on the back of your pelvis before you twisted, When you twist, it would roll down the left leg. Does that make sense? But lift up, really lift. The more you can get height in the chest, the easier it is to twist, similar to that arching back in those reclined twists we did. And then undo the twist to center and fold down center, tailbone up, top of the head reaching straight down, but don't push yourself, forward bends, doing forward bends are difficult. They are the most advanced poses, especially the seated ones. So you go to where you feel your limit is and you wait until whatever is holding you back lets go. Then come back up onto your fingertips or on the blocks or floor. Bend your knees and then wiggle your feet a little closer heel toe them in just enough for you to turn back to the front of your mat in a lunge taking your blocks with you if you had them out and to a lunge and then step forward into standing forward bend and see if it's any easier outer edges of the feet parallel yeah, then bend your knees fingertips to the floor look forward then exhale, step your right foot back again. So it steps way, way, way back and put the right foot flat. So the heels are on the same line, but spread your legs really wide. So that your left knee is above your ankle. Your left knee and left hip are the same height. The back foot is turned just a little in like you did in that wide forward bend. Remember how you had a pigeon-toed back foot or pigeon-toed feet? So you'll have a little more angle. Now put a block to the outside of your left foot. Turn it tall. Put your left hand on the block lightly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other hand to your hip. So take your left foot forward. So actually walk your feet up to here. Walk both of them back up to here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, now, now when you step, step this one back for the lunge. Then turn your chest up that way this leg stays far enough up you don't run out of room now this hand to your hip then straighten your front knee very slowly so as you turn your chest toward the ceiling and straighten your knee don't lose the arch of the low back that's the key to keeping a safe healthy lower back and to heal it so as you straighten the left knee engage your thighs pull up so the legs are firm Then, once you've straightened the leg and turn your chest up, reach through the top arm upward. Be light on the block. Remember the analogy I've used before, imagine the block is a small animal, don't squash it. But instead lightly embrace the block. Stretch the legs fully straight, stretch the arms fully straight. Make the triangle pose by reaching the arms and legs longer and longer and longer. If you reach your right arm to the ceiling, stretch up so that Even as petty as it seems, this is not a fully engaged stretched arm. Reach so that the fingernails are reaching for the ceiling. And breathe. Another breath or two. Opening your chest. Uh Stretch from the back of the armpits up. Straighten the other arm. Uh You can lower the block. So from here, reach to the baby finger. Turn your belly up. Turn your heart toward the top arm without the top arm moving. Then re-bend the front knee. Sweep the top arm over and down to the floor. You'll probably need to rock forward and back a little. And then as you rock forward, step the back foot forward. And then take the left foot back for the other side. Same split of the leg. Step way back. And then put the back foot flat so the heels are in line. Toes are slightly in. Block touching the outer foot. And then left hand to your hip. Stick your butt out. So in other words don't let your hips lean toward the left of your mat. Try to stick your butt out over the right edge of the mat. And turn your chest upward. Mm -hmm. Then try to straighten the front knee slowly. As you straighten it watch that you don't tuck your butt under and turn the pelvis up. Instead, let the pelvis stay tipping, spilling over the leg. And then roll your heart open, top arm reaching up. Shoulders back. Take your shoulder blades against your rib cage. Now for those of you on the block, if you're up here on the block and you're able to go further, turn the block down a notch as long as you're not rounding your back curving it in firm the legs from the feet toes spreading the legs active all the way up the books will have this but your neck the structure of your neck is not if you turn your head up you'll feel it's kind of icky unless you've done it so long it's just so much of a habit turn your head I like to look down but turn the chest the other way, and I think that feels nicer on the neck, or looking straight ahead, but don't hang your head down, don't let it hang, keep it up so that you're supporting. Mm -hmm. Turn your belly upward, turn toward the top arm, and even though this is a longer held triangle than normal, marinate in the pose. Then slowly bend the front knee, sweep the top arm over, coming down into a lunge. Downward dog, stepping back and see how down dog feels, it'll probably feel pretty nice. (laughs) Use your arms and legs to lift your hips and tailbone, adjust your feet far enough back From your hands that you get that freedom so you don't feel like you're standing above your hands but that from your wrist to your shoulder to your hip is a true diagonal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now bending your left knee a bit. We're going to pigeon lunge. So bending your left knee. Swing your left knee out to the left and bring your left foot up as if your left foot is going to come up between your hands. Land your shin bone on the mat Mm -hmm. and bring your knees down, but flex your front foot. Then with your back toes tucked under, turn your back knee in towards center, turn the hips in. So move your hands forward in front of you, now lift your hips up a bit. Bring this knee straight out to here so it goes out from underneath you. Lift your hips up. Mm-hmm. all the Hips up, hips up all the way. That way. And yeah, then scoot your hips back as much as you can and walk forward onto your elbows. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Press your back foot into the floor, back leg into the floor so you're stable mm-hmm. for pigeon lunge, which is probably the ultimate hip opening, hip stretching, hip releasing pose and all of the poses. But scoot your hips back as much as you want without turning them. Remember that little bouncy ball? Keep it balanced on your pelvis. Eventually you're trying to scoot your hips in the back leg further back so you're sitting as close to the floor as possible. If you're not feeling a stretch in the left buttock then your hips need to scoot back more so that you're sitting behind your front shin and foot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what you try to do is bring your hips more like that, and then if you want you scoot straight back. Mm -hmm. You'll know how deep you're needing to go because it'll talk back fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then walk back up onto your hands with the arms straight, tuck the back toes, lift your back knee and your hips go straight up and then slip the leg out for down dog. And then once you're there, swing the right leg up and out into pigeon lunge. So the knee lands way out to the right. So it doesn't it lands out from underneath you way out. And once your leg is situated, turn the back knee in, turn the hips even. Then you can scoot back as much as you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The way to scoot the leg back, leg back, tuck the toes under, just barely, then push the heel back so you really flex the foot and then you slightly point the foot, then you flex it. Does that make any sense? So you kind of, you're in the pose, you would kind of, say if here I was, then you would barely tuck, push the heel. Barely tuck, push the heel. Barely tuck, and that's how you can walk back. That's a little bit more easy. And come to your elbows when you're ready. Mm -hmm. Balancing that bouncy ball, back toes pointed. Then when you come to your elbows, just put the elbows under your shoulders, interlace your fingers, and then sink into your shoulders and hang your head so you don't even have to hold yourself up. and let your breath move into that hip that's feeling that opening. breathe keep the back leg pressing the floor anchoring to give you a sense of support so it doesn't feel as though you're just collapsing into the ground Slowly walk back up onto your hands and just because it's after doing that it's nice, just plop onto your right hip, just kind of fall over onto your hip. Bring your back leg forward, just come to sitting. How are we feeling? Awesome. Legs are like jello, right? Alright, take, take a blanket and have it folded in the starting fold, just open, and then fold it so that it's in thirds, so you fold a third of the way over and then a third of the way back. So it's kind of an accordion fold. I do it that way, so it's a little bit quicker, but that's yours. All right, so that you make this kind of a accordion fold, trifold ish looking support that makes sense? Kind of like that. Alright, so find the edge that's the most evenly cut, and then put that on your mat so that that even cut side is facing the front of the room and the other edge of the blankets at the back edge of your mat. And then take your second blanket, have it so that it's folded in that square you had before. Like, this. And then you're going to put this on that trifold with the folded edge looking forward like that. Okay. That's a little more on your mat for you. Like that. So you have. Alright, then sit in front of the blanket set up. Now you can sit right up against the blanket so that when you lie back, the blanket support your lower back all the way up. If that feels uncomfortable, then scoot your hips forward so that the blanket, the trifold blanket only supports the lowest set of ribs up. So it's from the low back will be off the blanket. And lie onto your back. Have your knees bent once you lie back and adjust the blanket that you put on top of that one to be under your neck and head so that your forehead is slightly higher than your chin and if it's not with that blanket fold then you can fold it a little more but then cross your legs so that your left shin bone is in front so it's Indian style but you have the one shin in front scoot the feet over so you're on the opposite knee Uh, The feet are under the opposite knee, so that the shins are nice and tight in their crossing. And then let your arms open out away from your sides. And breathe. Uh Lift your head just for a second. can wiggle your shoulder blades a bit into your chest to let it open a bit. And as you let your legs become a little bit heavy, see if you can soften your belly, allowing the inhalation to be just a little bit fuller, just a bit. And as you feel the inhalation being just slightly fuller, allow the rib cage to expand sideways, feeling as though instead of the the ribs lifting straight up to the ceiling, instead they open toward the side walls. Now change the cross of your legs so the right shin is in front but the feet are under their opposite knee. So you have to wiggle over enough so they're under the knees not the thighs and then again once you feel settled let your belly drop in to your body letting it soften and allow the inhales again to be just slightly fuller. Maybe a little slower as well. But as the breath moves in, allow your face, your eyes to truly rest, to be completely soft. Bring the soles of your feet together, the knees open into Supta Bhadakanasan. And if it would feel comfortable for you, you can hold your elbows overhead, so your arms, your hands hold the elbows, and your upper your arms are holding, resting, excuse me, against the blanket, which will give you a little more opening in the chest. But if that doesn't feel relaxing and comfortable, then you can keep the arms where they were. But here, even with the arms overhead, if they're there, the chest will be a little more open naturally. So for this position, let the exhales be a little more slow, a little bit longer, just slightly. The inhales are natural, but the exhalations are a little bit slower. Kind of like a sigh as it leaves is a bit slower. And as that exhale slows down, allow your face The skin of your face to feel as though it softens, becomes very full, so it doesn't feel stretched or tight, but feels rested. That it's not gripping the flesh, but instead is resting lightly, like a soft thin blanket over your body, and then slowly stretch your legs out, separating the feet so they're right at the edges of your mat, but still on, and let the arms open out, away from your sides again, not as high as a T-shape, but a little lower than that arms turn so the palms face up and let the arms and legs rest, simply rest, letting each breath become a little more quiet, more soft. Allow your body to fully melt and dissolve any tension, any stress. breath in, begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes, and then begin to slide your arms overhead and reach through your arms and out through your legs. and then relax, and then press your lower back toward the floor as you bend your knees one at a time, and on an exhalation, roll off the blankets onto your right side, your arms underneath you to come all the way up to sitting, bring your hands together in front of your heart, bow your head, namaste.